What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop. Waviest podcast on the planet from the hood. We do it most good. It's the end of the year. It's our end of the year episode. This is your boy, Oss. You can follow me at 10 Stacks on Twitter. I got Lando here with me today. Yeah, it's Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler seventeen eleven and at the motherfuckers in the barbershop podcast. Me Doug watching nephew nice, which is always good, man. You got suspended this week. You got suspended. Be nice. For no, me. ain't suspended. Listen, be nice. He said something last week that was very inappropriate, and we had to suspend him. He so. said, "I resent that." <laughs> he suspended him. He's on punishment. Oh man, we end of the year, man. We got to go through the 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 end of the year results it's been a, it's been a wild year on the cast man we've covered a lot of topics we talked about a lot of stuff we got some awards to hand out man to to people who are loyal to us people who've come on the show and people who just like to hang out and kick it man and uh but but we also got to talk about the NFL the playoff picture is breaking out we got we got to figure out who who's going to be what and where and what matchups we'd like to see and even give our Super Bowl predictions and then we got to talk about the NFL I mean the NBA because Let's be honest. The NBA really doesn't start until after Christmas. Like before, it's just like a little preverse. But now the NBA season has really begun. Everyone's kind of paying attention to watching. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to catch people up for what they missed during these first thirty games of the season, and, and to help you go along. And we might even talk about some All Star game snubs or something like that. Um, but first, hand out a couple awards, man. So let, let's get some awards going. Um, we got an award for. Fantasy football player of the year. Now, this is a player who, if you didn't have him on your fantasy team, you you regretted all year. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a steal. You couldn't got him in any round, and he made a, a very big impact on your team. He probably end up taking you to the promised land. Uh, Lando, who was the winner of fantasy football player of the year? Hands down. It goes to Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Um, he said he couldn't be here today. Yeah. But, um, he definitely sent the thank you, um, you know, for his nomination and his award. And he, and he went hard, man. If you could get him in daily fantasy on a Sunday afternoon, you know, that was the dude you were, you were rolling with. He was he was priced high ever since week one. Uh, he was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Patrick Mahomes came through. He he, he, he used his skills, his throwing arm, his left, left-handed passes, everything. He just showed out in all types of ways. He's probably going to end up winning NFL MVP. If not, at least he won the Fantasy Football Player of the Year award. Yeah, I mean, and um, I seen him win fantasy football games just by himself. Yeah. And he just outscored the other, other team. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, shout out to him. Though. In all leagues, too, all formats. All he was, formats. He was, he was format proof. Yeah. Um, and then we got the, the award for Fantasy Football Commissioner of the Year. Now, Lando, explain this award a little bit. So, this award goes to the person who built the right team, who shocked the world, who it, it was under the radar. You didn't think that person was going to be the one to have the best season out of all the fantasy football players. And who was the winner of fantasy football commissioner of the year? Okay, do we want to go through the nominees? or Yeah, who are the nominees, man? Okay, so first nominee, we have uh, Haas. Okay, Haas. Haas to Domas, yeah. Everybody clap. Um, we have Ernesto. Okay, and Ernesto. We have uh, Ashley B. She's oh, in the league. So oh, we yeah. got to Ashley B. So clap for Ashley B. Um, you got yours truly, Orlando, me. All right. And then we got Mo. Mo. Yeah, so Mo. Um, the winner of the Fantasy Commissioner of the Year goes to Mo. Mo. Mo, man. Mo congratulations, That's man. Dope. You know, you, 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 Orlando said a lot, man. You snuck into the leagues. 
You know, they didn't think too highly of it. It's your first league with him, and you came and you showed out, man. It looks like you about to bring home the belt. Did he bring on the belt? He lost. He didn't lose oh. the championship. But you know what? He drafted the right players. It just came down to just matchup. But he had Pat Mahomes. Okay. And he was real high on it. And um, he had a good season, man. He had a good season. Couldn't bring it home, but hey, man, he, he was in the dance. And hopefully, hopefully, yeah, man. That's really all you, you hope for at the end of the uh, end of the fantasy football season is that you at least can be in the conversation of winning some money and the and out the big pot, man. So that's always good. Um, and, then, and then last but not least, we got the war. We gave it out last week, but of course, we, you know, it wouldn't be an award show if we didn't talk about it. We got the award for football guy of the year. Um, it was a tight race throughout the whole season, but in the end, with, with two weeks left to go, be nice. He sealed the deal against Lando to take the crown of football guy of the year. He couldn't be here today to, to accept, man. He gave a little speech last week. We might call him up later and see what he got going on, man. But uh, but congratulations to be nice. You know, man. honestly, we wasn't even going to bring up this award. This is kind of like when you watch the award show and they just get a guy to award at the red carpet. It's like one of these years we just gave it to him at the, the red carpet. Hey, no rewards. Um, all right, man. So talking about the NFL. Because we're still on the topic of NFL, man. Lon, how do you think the playoff picture is? And how you how you like this, the way it's looking? I like the uh, the first-round matchup between the Cowboys and the Seahawks. I think that matchup right there will determine who goes to the Super Bowl, in my eyes, out of the NFC. You don't think so? Because the Saints have the dome. And they have the dome throughout. They don't have to go anywhere else for the rest of the season. You know what, man? They looked a little shaky these last few weeks. The Cowboys did beat them. Um, I just think in the playoffs, you have to be able to run the ball effectively and you have to play uh, defense, defense hard. I, I just feel like the Cowboys and the Seahawks defense are playing at a higher level right now than the Saints. Now, the Saints, like you say, everybody that comes to the Dome, they definitely should be the favorite. Those are teams I'm, I'm going into thinking. I think the winner of those of that game alone will be, in the, um, will be in the Super Bowl. Now, we do have a matchup this week. Uh, the Vikings, if they win... They seal. If they lose and the Eagles win, the Eagles can get in. So let's talk about the Eagles because Nick Foles has brought them back yeah. into something positive. Nick Foles, he's throwing bombs down the field. He's not just forcing it to Zach Ertz. What do you think is what do you think is the purpose of Nick Foles in December? Why do you think he's, this is so effective all the time? Well, you know what? I, I just think he's he's more accurate than Carson Wentz. Um, the players believe in him, and like you say, he doesn't complain. He doesn't didn't complain about getting benched. He's always ready to step up. They they built like a statue or like a mural of him in the locker room. He just knows how to rally the troops, man. And if they get in, they they can't make some noise. I, I wouldn't want to play the Eagles. So you think the Eagles are a little bit more feared going into if they can get into this playoff? Right? Yeah, man, that's definitely if if the Eagles get in, they will have to play. They probably have to play the Bears. That's gonna be a good game. I would not want to play the Eagles. Because mm, I was thinking the Bears will have home field advantage, right? Yeah. I was thinking the Bears would be pretty, you know, formidable. Outside is bare weather. It's gonna be tough. That defense is looking crazy right now. Yeah. I think in the playoffs, I don't know, man. Like, what they got a first round? I mean, the first round they at home. If like I said, I, the Vikings, we've seen them beat them before. I know they can beat the Vikings. Yeah. The Eagles. I don't know so you know much about Nick Foles. Nick Foles and Alshon Jeffries gonna have something to prove, man. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be tough. But yeah, the Bears with their defense, and if if they do it somehow get like home field bad, that that's gonna be tough. Don't nobody want to play in Chicago. Um, what about the Rams? Because you we haven't talked about them in a minute. 
Do you think they've been figured out? I think they have been figured out. I think they've been figured out. I think Jared Goff has not looked too good. Um, like I said, they, they are running the ball well. The defense just give up so many yards in the secondary. I, I don't see the Rams. I'll be shocked if the Rams go to the Super Bowl. Mm. I'll be shocked. Like they, like I said, they, they might when they match up against the – they probably have to play like the Bears. I don't know. That, that'll that be a tough game for them. Four weeks ago, you wouldn't have been saying this, man. I wouldn't have. But you know what? Week by week, that's the thing with the NFL, man. It's a week-by-week league, man. Once you get figured out, other teams start doing the same thing. It's hard to make adjustments. Jared Goff has not looked good to me. Mm. Trust me, I had him in my fantasy league last week. Yeah, he, he didn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, on the flip side, uh, Lando, you know the Patriots have won the AFC East 10 years in a row. Yeah. Um, what do you got to say about the Patriots' constant dominance of the AFC East? I think it's just – it's. I, I don't know if so much of the dominance or – I just don't see how the Bills, how the Dolphins, how they don't pick up on it. Like, why are they keep making the same mistakes? Why are they drafting, you know, bad players? Why are they not building a team to stop the Patriots or to stop Tom Brady? Like, the only team I can think of that had the chance in that division was when Rex Ryan was there with the Jets. Mm. I think they might have beat them twice. But after 10 years, you would think they would try to build their teams to stop the New England Patriots. And it just happened. They just have it, and that's that's a lot to say about Bill Belichick. I give him credit, but I think that's more to say about the other teams in the AFCs. Mm. Um, yeah, because I don't know, man. Like the Patriots this year, they're going to the playoffs, of course. Yeah. They don't Tennis, look too good. Tennessee. So I'm saying they're like the underdogs in a lot of people's eyes, and in a lot of these matchups, a lot of people say, you know, if they might see the Chiefs again. They don't know if the Chiefs will lose this one. They don't know if the, the Chargers, they don't know if they had to play the Chargers, they, they'd be able to defeat them. So where do you see the Patriots standing this year well, in these playoffs? It's matchups? a lot that goes into it. Like uh, it's, It is possible for them to get the number one seed. And like I said, if Kansas City wins, they get the number one. Um, if New England lose and the Texans win, the Texans can probably get the number two. If the Patriots have to go on the road, they will lose this year. Mm. They will lose this year. Like I said, the offense is not not looking too good. Uh, Julian Elliman is not playing well. Rob Gronkowski has turned into like a slow Frankenstein monster where he can barely move. He's just a shell of himself. And that's why Bill Belichick tried to trade him. Yeah. Like, he always tried to trade him before. Tom, eh, I mean, he, he's playing good, but he's not playing Tom Brady football. But we, he always turns it up in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. But I, I don't see them winning on the, uh, on the road. Like it's Kansas City or if they have to go to the Texans, I, I don't see them winning. And honestly, if they have to play the Ravens in the first round, that's a tough game. So I was about to ask you, so the Ravens have had a rebirth. The yeah. Steelers kind of fell off, and they still even have a chance to the get Steelers into the playoffs if, if the Titans and the Colts tie. And next well, no, I think the Steelers can get in if Cleveland beats Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like they, they got a shot, but the Ravens look like they might be the shoe-in for going to the playoff. Do you think it's all a tribute to Lamar Jackson coming in and playing good, or what do you think? I think you... they just went playing old-school football, running the ball and playing defense. So they, they hold the ball for long possessions, don't give your offense too many opportunities, and the defense is playing really, really well. And I think Lamar Jackson did give him a spark. Joe Flacco, it was just he just wasn't giving him a spark. It just, it just wasn't there. It's too much of the same. They needed a breath of fresh air. So, But, yeah, I think the Ravens are going to be uh, – they're gonna to be tough to play in the uh, in the playoffs, the first round. I think the Colts will be a t- if the Colts get in, they'll be tough. I think the Titans won't be as tough. Oh, but I think the Colts with Andrew Luck with Ebron, I think they would be a tough team to match up with. Do you think Andrew Luck should have gotten a nod for MVP this year? I think he should have. I think he should have, and I also think Russell Wilson should have. 
Russ, they both that got snubbed on yeah. uh, on Pro Bowl. Huh? Yeah, like you say, man, Tom Brady shouldn't be in the Pro Bowl this year. Like you say, Andrew Luck had a better season. He did have a very good season. Andrew Luck came out. He surprised a lot of people. I, I think he's a showing for comeback player of the year, no doubt. But yeah. that, that is kind of messed up that they kind of snubbed him on the Pro Bowl. Yeah, he, he definitely should have gotten the Pro Bowl. And then Russell Wilson, too. I know Russell Wilson had like 35 touchdown passes and like he, six picks. He carrying that team. Yeah. Carrying him last week. He had a good game against Patrick, outgun Patrick Mahomes. Ran the ball very well. Controlled the team. Like, and Russell should definitely be in the MVP conversation. There's no way he shouldn't. No reason why he shouldn't be in the Pro Bowl. Um, was, all right, so, uh, so Chargers versus Chiefs. Which one do you feel like is holding the key in the AFC? Well, you know what? The, the Chargers the Chargers can't beat the Chiefs just because of secondary play and the pass rush. So they, that will be a tough game for the Chiefs. And like I said, we've seen them beat them um, a few weeks ago. Good game, a hard competitive game. And I think just when the cold weather comes, you have to be able to run the ball. Hunt isn't there. They kind of got different running backs they're putting in in Kansas City. Melvin Gordon is back. And that can be the that can be the difference maker in the playoff matchup. Mm. I, I like that. That's so who is who do you see Super Bowl prediction right now? Super Bowl prediction. Hmm. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go from last last weekend game. I'm gonna go Seahawks versus Chiefs. Oh, that's gonna be my Super Bowl. Wow, Seahawks Chiefs. Name you know? I guess I wouldn't even gotta predict the winner. So that's just who you think. Because yeah. I was thinking more Saints Chargers. That be and that that's what a lot of people got. That I know Shannon has that as a Super Bowl or Shannon Sharp, but yeah, that that'd be a good matchup. That'd be a really entertaining Super Bowl. And I, you know, and and if if Roger Goodell could put his hands on it, I'm pretty sure he want the Rams Chargers just to get that L.A. market just a big boom that it just never seen before. Yeah, either Rams Chargers or Cowboys Chargers. Oh yeah, Cowboys Chargers. He, he wants the right. Cowboys because the Cowboys have a big fan base. I think the Cowboys gonna get in their own way though. Yeah, they depending more on Dak than they are Ezekiel Elliott, and, and that's they, just always a recipe for disaster. This week about guys who gonna play and who not gonna play. Yeah, so that's always a big deal. Um. All right, so um, want to talk talk about the Lions real quick just to get the football. Oh yeah, let's talk about the Lions, man, yeah. because uh. Uh, it's a bunch of weird stats coming out. One of them, Matthew Stafford has not had a comeback game all season. This is like the first time in his career he has not come back and win a game. Like, what are you thinking about stuff like that? When you hear stuff about Matthew Stafford not being able to come back this year. He struggled, man. He he had a tough year. I mean, I, I'm not going to blame all of him, but I think he needs a change of scenery. And there's some reports coming out that the Lions are thinking about trading him in the offseason, and I don't think that would be a bad decision. I think that'd be good for him and the organization. He's way too comfortable here. He's humming <laughs> and humming and the and the the uh, press con post conference. It just is no accountability, man. It's like everybody just oh he doesn't have this, doesn't have that. Why can't he make guys better? I just I've yet to see him make a player better. It's weird when Eric Ebron's having like a good year. Yeah. Just how much we trashed him and. Now he's just out in Indianapolis playing his heart out. Then they're probably about to make the pro. You think he made the pro bowl? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I don't know, man. Like I, I appreciate Stafford for everything he does, and I don't really, I don't put it all on him either. But when you go out there and you playing not well, and you the face of the team, it just make it look like we. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I can't defend him. Yeah, and if he was getting paid like a, a backup or like medium range starter, I wouldn't put too much pressure on. But he can pay big money. Like at that type of money, you got to make guys around you better. Right, so what about reports that Jim Caldwell might be going to? Take the Packers' job and end up being coach of the Green Bay Packers. 
I think that'd be a good deal. I mean, I wish he was the coach of for the Lions. <laughs> I mean, like I say, he's professional. He he's worked with he's worked with Joe Flacco, took him to a Super Bowl. He's worked with Peyton Manning for years. Peyton Manning says that Jim Caldwell changed the way he played quarterback and helped him out a lot. He's took a team to the Super Bowl as a coach. I mean, I, I think that'd be a good fit for him. I don't know. I think Aaron Rodgers really likes Joe Philbin and really wants him to be around. So I don't know how that's going to go. But, yeah, that'd be a good hire for him. Mm. And then our coach, his, uh reports come out that he shows up late to his, his own meetings. Mm. He shows up late to the, the media. And a lot of media people come out and said he hasn't been on time not once. Yeah, he said he hasn't been on time. Is that really a big deal? It is. It is definitely in corporate America when you're the face of a franchise. It is. And no other coach does that. you got to be professional. You can't expect your players to be professional. you you got to lead by example. Mm. you got to be on time. you got to straight. You told somebody about their posture. You need to straight yeah, up your posture. Yeah, tell them to sit up, man. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot. And I get it. He doesn't like the media. And I had a coach in college that said, you know, the meeting don't start till I get there. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, pretty much we just sit around and wait for him. I don't know if he's saying stuff like that. But I, I just think that I just think it's just, it's just a bad look. Party don't start, man. Nothing for a first year coach. He a party starter. That's all he's saying. The party don't start till you get there. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but you, I mean, you're not Belichick, bro. <laughs> um. All right. So in between this, let's let's, let's bust out another war real quick, man. Do it. Um. We're gonna do the war for best reoccurring guest. Now this was a this was a tight race. We got a lot of reoccurring guests, a lot of familiar faces. If you've been listening to us, you know a lot of we got we got a lot of people we call upon or just like to stop by and come in. And uh, we just want to know which one did the best job this year. Nah, so uh, the nominees we got Slappy at Slap ninety five. We got Haas Hostradamus. We got Loki Oss or Oss as we call him. Uh, Mo, we call him Mo a lot. Uh, T Dub, she just she doesn't really. Come on the show. She just is always around when the show starts and it makes a noise or something. You know, we got to edit it out, but she's reoccurring. And uh, and then we got Ashley, Nurse Ashley. Um, Lando, who do you think the winner is? Who, 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 who do you think? Who do you think got this one? Um, I think it's it's, a, it's between Haas and Loki Os, but I don't know. All right. Um, well, the winner is. Nurse Ashley, man. Yes, man. Nurse Ashley. Nurse Ashley. Even though reincurrent, she's not able to come and accept her gift here, uh, her award here. But you know, what I'm saying we'll call her up later, talk to her. She's at work right now, being a nurse. Being a nurse. Too busy nursing away. So, congratulations to Nurse Ashley on winning reincurrent guest of the year, man. It was a tight race, everyone. It was a tight race. It was a tight race, but it's okay. You know, what I'm saying it'll be all right. Um. All right. So, what else did you want to cover? Anything more about the NFL? Um, I, I think that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I mean, with the Lions having the uh, they they got a chance to get the uh, the number one pick or not the number one. They got a chance to get the number two pick if they lose. I think they're in the uh, I think they're in the uh, number five pick right now. So it was a few players that I was I was looking at that maybe they should keep their eye on. Um, a lot of people feel like Nick Bosa is going number one to Arizona. If we do get the number two pick, what's she going down? I like Derrick Brown, uh, the D tackle. Uh, I know we got Shaq. I mean, Snack Harris, but Snack's a little, little bit older, so he definitely can use like a rotational player. And I like Devin White, the linebacker out of LSU. Mm. I think we really need help at the linebacker position. We really need uh, more speed. Listen, I, I think Davis is a nice guy. I've just seen too many times where he over pursue and he just gets washed away with the block. 
So that'll be a good. That'll be. So a you good said we should go defensive in this draft. We 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 got to go defensive and definitely secondary. We we have to address it. Um, like I said, LSU, they have a. Uh, they have a DB. Oh no, Washington. Uh, Byron Murphy, out of uh, out of Washington. I seen him play in the uh, the Pac Pac twelve championship game. Really aggressive, a game changer, catch picks, knows how to defend. I'll say those two positions that we should go after. Man, that sounds good to me, man. Like, I, like I said, I don't really be knowing. I'm not really. I'm not having watched any of these bowl games. I really don't give a fuck at this point. Uh, I'm probably not even gonna watch the playoff, the college football playoff like that because it's like I don't know. I just kind of don't really care. I feel like Alabama is a shoo-in, even though, especially with the suspensions that's going on, Clemson and stuff like that. I feel like there's no point in really. That could be that could be a shake in my head. The, this year bowl games have been been kind of bad. I've seen TCU in a bowl game. It was like seven. They played Cal it was seven to seven in two overtimes. Yeah, it's see, just, it's I just been bad, yeah, man. I ain't watching nothing like that, man. I don't. I ain't got time for that. Though. I just you know what I'm saying. So I don't know. So I I'd appreciate going and getting a, a defensive player. I mean our defense. It's been solid, but you kind of need a great defense in order to be good in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we definitely need that. Um, any receivers or something you were thinking about? Um, not not too much. I, I think if Marvin Jones can come back, I think with Kenny, Kenny Galladay, I think that should be enough to, to carry the team. I really think we need help on the, uh, like I said, like the O-line front. I think the O-line needs some help. I think T.J. Lane's probably going to retire. Um, so we're going to have to fill that, that void. we got to get more depth. We need more depth. A.J. Brown is a good receiver from Ole Miss. Like I said, fast, can catch. But I, I would probably look for that later on in the in the draft. All right. Um, all right, so let's move on to the NBA real quick, man. Uh, the NBA season has started for a lot of people. It started on Tuesday on Christmas Day. A lot of people don't really watch the NBA. Well, they watch the NBA. They keep up with it. It's on TV every now and again. But, like, for the casual fan who's been paying attention to pretty much the NFL and other stuff, now the NBA season started Christmas Day. It, it, it wakes a lot of people up. Did you enjoy any of the Christmas games? Yeah, man, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the Golden State and the Lakers game. I really enjoyed that game. Okay, yeah. uh, let's run let's run down all of them real quick. Uh, first was the Bucks and the net the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks won. It was a good performance though. I mean, I do like the Knicks playing on Christmas Day. The crowd looked like it was really through. It reminded me of like just the Lions playing on Thanksgiving. Exactly. Like some exactly. shit that we all gotta watch. Yeah, we all gotta watch that. <laughs> so it was it was a good game at, at the first half of the game, but like I said, the Milwaukee just broke away. Yeah, man. So what do you think about Giannis in that game? Just like he's here? This is his Yeah, this is his first Christmas game. He's definitely here. He has the Bucks playing at a high level. Um I, I really I really like his game. I like his game, man. I wish Andre Drummond played like that, but you can say he controls the pace. He goes to the basket. He's developing a better shot. He's just a good leader. All right. Um, the 3 o'clock game was the Thunder and the Rockets. Uh, any takeaways from that game? Um, I got to say this. Paul George is having a hell of a season. Yeah. I mean, I know they lost. I mean, but he definitely should be, like, in the MVP conversation later down in the list. But, um, no, nah, I mean, I thought I thought uh, Westbrook kind of lost him that game at the end. Um, he started shooting some uh, some very wild shots. James Harden, even though I don't really like his game, he stepped up and played. Yeah, and also, your boy Austin Rivers, he had like two or three big threes at the end of the game. Me and Perry was watching that. I, I couldn't believe it. I thought he was going to miss him. I just thought the moment was too big for him. 
And I'm glad that him and Chris Paul squashed whatever beef they had. Well, Chris Paul ain't playing, so it's just yeah. like, you know. Just him, but hey, just for him to be around the locker room and stuff, and them two ain't fighting each other, nothing. that's cool. But yeah, Austin Rivers hit some big threes. That was a, that was a big win for Houston. Um, and then it was the Celtics and the 76ers, who haven't played each other since the first game of the season. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this one? You know what? The Sixers were supposed to win that game during regular, uh, regulation. It, it went into overtime and Boston won. I think I think they got to make a move with either Ben Simmons, man. I hear him and B not getting along. He really didn't want to shoot the ball. I mean, he can't. And they were like, they were like really, and that's gonna be a problem. They were daring, like really just daring him to shoot the ball, and he was just passing it up to passing way too much. Um, like I said, Jimmy Butler played okay, but Kyrie just went off. Yeah, Kyrie went off. And man. Jimmy Butler really couldn't do nothing about that, man. He couldn't. And he couldn't. that's the thing about Jimmy Butler. It's like if a great player really want to get his numbers. Jimmy Butler not going to be the person to, to stop him. He's not Kawhi Leonard in that aspect. He just no, Jimmy no. Butler. No, you know he, just, he, he just play hard. He play hard. Yeah. But I, I do think that that's going to be a good matchup in the playoffs. And like I said, the 76ers, they got a few bad calls against them. But like I said, Kyrie went off. And I think putting Marcus Smart in the starting lineup and having Kyrie play off the ball is really helping Boston. It is. It is. Because, they, I mean, they like we said in the beginning of the year, there's a lot of talent on the team. And it's hard to really distribute that with minutes and stuff like that. They had to put Gordon Hayward off off the bench. Had to start Marcus Morris. They had to put Jalen Brown on the bench. You can't have all them dudes out there, the lottery picks out there, playing the same amount of time, same minutes. It just don't work like yeah, that. Just don't. Um. And then we got the Lakers Warriors. So that was eight o'clock game. That's probably one of the biggest. That was the biggest game of the night. Yeah. yeah. Um. What did that game tell you, Orlando? That um that the gap is closed between the NBA and Golden State. I feel, and I feel like ever since that Draymond and, and KD argument, they have not been the same. Nah. And Draymond looked like he's airballing threes. He's he looked like shooting. Ben Simmons. Yeah, he looked Ben Simmons. Like he he just he looked lost out there. And Rondo, they got Rondo for a reason, man. And he controlled the pace. He took that fourth quarter over. Yeah, he did. So, what do you think about the LeBron going down the team? Almost blowing the lead, and then ended up rallying back to to regain and just blowing blow going stay back out. If Rondo can keep up the pace, and what's the kid the Big Z? I don't even know his name. Big Z, the no, Zubac. Zubac, he looks good. I, I think they can hold down the fort for for a week or two until LeBron gets back. But I think LeBron, he always he has his always two weeks trip in the middle of the season, yeah. and I think you know he's gonna take a trip and he, he'll be fine. He, he'll be back back ready to go. Oh, but he had a big he had a big weekend and shout out to LeBron because the shop came on yeah. very good episode. Um, he talked about NFL um, owners being racist. He he had a big weekend, so it was a lot going on. So yeah, man, I I don't know, man. Like the Warriors, I, it's hard for me to really talk about the Warriors still because we still know they got Demarcus Cousins looming in the back. And he dunked on KD though. He right? dunked on KD at practice. He beat him in one on one. So it's like clearly he he is in some type of form. He might be come back. You know, better than ever. And so we still don't know what the finished Golden State product is going to look like. Like He can really change everything. Or he can make it worse. We don't know. But it's it's kind of refreshing to see them. Like you said, the gap has closed. Yeah. The teams don't really feel no more. Uh, it's enough film on them to know. And Clay Thompson is having a terrible yeah, season. Yeah, he is. He is. You got to call it like it is. He's, having, he's shooting 32% from three. And you can't. He was shooting 40% through these championship runs. That's some shit that's like, oh, man, he's the X Factor. But if he's shooting like a normal NBA player, 
you could just really double everybody else or Stephen KD and just be good. I don't know if you've seen uh, the interview they had with Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. No. Okay, so uh, after the game with Clay and uh, Steph, they had an interview with uh, Joe Dumars and Isaiah. Talk about the best backcourts of all time. And Isaiah said something that was key. He was like, the thing that really stopped us on our championship run was that 87, 88, 89, 90, we were playing all the way to June. And we didn't have a time to rest. And I, I think that's what's going on with Golden State. I mean, yeah. After you play so many games. Yeah, you lo- I mean, yeah, you logging in games. You playing like four extra seasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you start tallying up, you playing 16 games and shit in the post. Every postseason, all the time, yeah. deep, tough, hard-nosed. You know, you filing. You, you, you're getting rushed back from injuries. You really don't get a whole summer like everybody else do to just chill out. Yeah, and that's what Steph said. He said, man, every game we go to, we get everybody's best game. It don't yeah. matter if we and in Detroit or we in L.A. It get annoying after a while because you yeah. get everybody's biggest fans. You get everybody just yelling at you. And it's like you're just a traveling circus at this point. Yeah. And that shit, the Ray on you, dog. So, I, you know, I wouldn't blame him. And it's, I don't know, man. Like, with, with that and, like you said, the argument, Kevin Durant, his free agency, and it's Kevin, just too much going on. Kevin Durant, I don't know if you see him today. He talking about can't nobody recruit him no more. He wants to go somewhere and get paid big bucks. And he don't care about no <laughs> tours of stadiums or anything like that. He just want to make big money and be comfortable and be in control of the team. So I don't think he's going to stay. He's going to the Knicks, yeah. yeah. That's the only place that let him do all that shit, be in the Knicks, and then they won't even bother the nigga. We're just cool, man. Fuck it. Just go away. I really want Kevin Durant to go away, bro. Wherever you can go and just shut up and be happy, you know, do you, bro. It's your job. Um, and then the Portland Trailblazers and the Jazz play in the nightcap. I ain't watched the game. I just knew, I know the Trailblazers got blew out. Yeah, it's, it w- it's tough. Late night Christmas. Yeah, yeah that, that's tough. That's what I'm saying. Like the Christmas games. I know the first two games you always got to bet the under because yeah. they don't want to be there for it. Still, no. it's Christmas for them niggas too. They got families. They got kids. Yeah. Shit like that. And then the last couple ones they kind of normal out, but yeah, it's Christmas night. You might as well just say fuck it, bro. Yeah. That, 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 was, that was a tough game to watch. I, I, I turned it off. I didn't get past the first game. I mean, the Jazz, the Jazz haven't been playing that good this season. You know, it, it's not, but every team in the, like, 10 teams in the Western Conference are over 500. Mm. So it's just, it's just very competitive. Like, you can't take it, and that's the thing, you can't take a night off in the West. You can't, man. Especially yeah. not with LeBron out there now, because no. it kind of just messed everything. Like, the Lakers, it's not an easy game no more, man, like it was the last couple of years. Clippers, not an easy game, so it's tough, man. What is easy game the probably the, the Suns but they beat the Magic though. No, like, the Suns not an easy game. Not an easy game. It's uh I don't I don't think there are too many easy ones. Like the talent in the West is so evenly distributed kinda. Whereas like the Jazz, the Sun like the Suns really just got off to an unlucky start with yeah. being hurt. You they know what I'm saying? They, they they yeah they're still a good team. They got a lot of first round picks. TJ Warren and Devin Booker are probably some of the big, best scoring players in the league, and then DeAndre Aiden plays better when Devin Booker's on the court, so it's tough for, tough for him. You still got Popovich, so he's going to get you at least to a team that's decently 500. Um, the Kings really have shown up this year. De'Aaron Fox is probably going to be the most improved player of the season because he's just playing out of his mind right now, and he's bringing everyone along with him. Buddy Hill is actually 26 years old. Did you see that? Yeah. He's like... They, they thought he was 25 years old, but this nigga really like 26. Danner could be 27 at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's so this nigga old as hell. So he's already in his prime. So yeah. he's you know, playing with a young guy in his prime or an old guy in his prime right now. So I don't know, man. The, the West is not too many teams. Unless you catch a team during their injury, spe- injury spell, it's nothing 
it's nobody real easy. Derrick Rose look good, man. Derrick Rose look great. Minnesota yeah. look great. Even the Mavericks look great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They come out every night with Luka Doncic, and they can end up hitting a couple buzzer beaters and pushing you longer on the back-to-back. It, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's hard. Like, the East is definitely very competitive, but the West is, is unrelenting right now. Yeah, like, yeah it is. Every, every game is a, is a playoff game. So, um, so uh, who do you think is going to sneak into the to All-Star game this year? Because the voting, I think, opened up yesterday. Okay. Uh, you know, you already got your clear-cut LeBron James going to go, Giannis Antetokounmpo. But who's like a dude that you think is being slept on that might be able to make it to the All-Star game? Maybe Fox might be able to make it. You think De'Aaron Fox in the West? You think he might mean, make it? That would probably be like a sleeper that if, if he can campaign right, I can I can possibly see him get in. But I think it's pretty – I think we pretty much know. And, and they're going to do what, like the same thing they did last yeah, year? Yeah, the picks. They're going to televise it too. You're going to get your Golden State guys in there. Draymond – You think Clay and Draymond going to go? They shouldn't, but they're so popular, Austin. They are so – I went Austin, we went to the, the Pistons Pissin versus Warrior game. It was more Warrior fans in there than, than it was Pistons fans. Like – they are so popular that they're going to get votes. And that's the problem I have with the All-Star game. It's too many fan votes. And there's a lot of popular guys that get voted. You miss out on guys, key guys that, that should be in the All-Star game. So you think Ben Simmons is going to make it? He shouldn't, but he is because he's popular. He really shouldn't, but he is. <laughs> that's the thing. You think Blake is going to make it? I'm going to vote for Blake. I hope Blake make it. But that's the thing. When you're on the Pistons, you, you're not, you don't got that, that same type of – well. The fans around here are not as the tools that they used to be, mm. but it's gonna be hard to get that push. Hard, hard to get down. He should be an All Star game, though. Mm. Uh, Kimber Walker, you think he gonna make it? Yeah, he gonna make it. Kimber should make it. Yeah. Over John Wall. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I seen John Wall the other day, man. Versus, it, it, they just a turnover machine, man. That's just a bad basketball team. Yeah, Kimber, Kimber definitely can make it over John Wall. All right, what about Drew Holiday? He's not gonna make it. It's just because he's in the West. Damn. Uh, he's definitely talented enough to, to make it, but yeah, he's not going to make it just because he's in the West. All right, I'm going to give you one more. Devin Booker. He sh- he should make it. He should make it. He should make it as a backup. I don't know, though. Yeah, under oh, Westbrook. Yeah. James Harden, Steph Curry. Nah, he ain't going to make it. And he should make it. That's a damn Damian shame. Damian Lillard. <laughs> yeah, he should make it. Nah, he's not going to make it. Damn. Right. And this this one might, it might sound weird, but if you think about it, he could possibly make it. Spencer Dinwiddie. No, he won't make it. Just because mm. his name. You see, he ain't got the clout enough, huh? Yeah, no, nah, he ain't gonna make it. The other day, he just dropped 37, man. Double overtime win. He deserves it. He deserves it. But that's the thing. It's only 12 spots. They're gonna go to the popular guys at first. And the other guys, I think, what, the coaches get to pick like one or two players? Yeah, I think something like that. So maybe he might get a pickup, but nah, I, I doubt it. Um. All right, uh, let's let's go through another pick, man. We got the, the award for best. Guest Combo Award. Um, this this award dedicated to all the you know we had a lot of people come on in groups. We had a lot of group episodes, man. You know some guests you just got to pick between who you think you know had the had the best time on the show, brought the best energy to the show. Um, the nominees are Nate and Oge. When Nate had the rap interview and Oge just told us about his pyramid scheme. Um, uh, Sweet Tooth Show, where they 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 brought them. We brought on Aust, Shaq, and Iram, and we all talked about cartoons and their cartoon that's coming out is still in development. It sh- probably should be dropping, I think, spring twenty nineteen. So we should all be looking forward to that. And uh, Devin and Cinco, where we just told stories about what what we do for a million dollars and 
and just different different funny stories and just you know kick back and relax a little bit man um and the winner is sweet tooth show man we give it the sweet tooth um it was just it was a live it was a very lively episode man it brought us all up together and uh it, it was fun it was a great time so we gave it a nod to Sweet Tooth. Show. I think they started the way from like the group interviews. Yeah. Like after that, people were like, all right, well, let us go on there. Let us come on there. So yeah. they started a group uh, interview way. Yeah, and that was cool, man. Really, you know, we needed that boost, and it was, it was real nice to have. Um. Uh. Anything else? Any other stuff you want to cover real quick? Uh, from the wars, or I mean, did you want to go into like the top five of the year? Man, let's, let's wrap up 20, 2018. Like, did I, you have a what was the top five of the year, man? To okay. you? Well, I'm gonna I'm go through a few. Like I said, so we cover a lot of stuff on here. We do like music and, and different deals. So uh, I don't know if you got it or not, but I had like top five albums, I had top five movies, um, top five TV shows. I guess we could just critique my, my list and, and go off. Um, TV shows, start with that. Number five, I had a tie at number five. I had power, mm. and I had the the Detroiter. The Detroiters? Yeah. Yeah, that was probably my favorite show of the year. That was a great show this year. That was a good find. Shout out to Giles for that find. That was a good find. Mm. So that was funny. I, power just, I've been invested in it for so long that it's on, so I got to watch it. Those two are my number five. Number four, though, is up to debate. And we can switch this. I know you love this show. Insecure. I had I that love this show. Four. I don't like Insecure. You don't like Insecure. Yeah, I know you don't. So, <laughs> I definitely could put Detroiter over that. Yeah. Because I felt like Detroiter was was It was funnier, actually funny and was, was not better. stupid. So, I'll move Insecure to five next to Power, and I'll move the Detroiter up. Um, Ballers. I know you don't watch Ballers. No. I enjoy Ballers a lot. I really like the Rock character. But, if we're being fair, it was funny this year, but they've had funnier seasons. I heard Ballers just entourage with The Rock. Um, I'm not gonna say it's entourage with the Rock because it's not really like a, a, it's like him and his man. It's not really like a crew of them. I think it's more. It's kind of like if Jerry Maguire was a TV show. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm cool with it. And entourage was a great show. I, I like Entourage. Um, after that, I had uh, Luke Cage. To me, was uh, was number two. Yeah, that was my uh, that was my number two. And then number one, I had Snowfall in Atlanta tied for uh. For mm. Two great shows, man. Great stories. Uh, can't can't wait for next year with those. All right, man. I'm, I I still gotta watch Atlanta. I, I I've been people been telling me to watch it. I, I'm gonna sit down and watch it one day. I'm gonna get down with somebody, just sit there and try to watch a couple episodes. Uh, all right. So, what do you think was the movie of the year? I mean, of course it was Avengers. Mo- okay, that's up to debate. I had Avengers and Black Panther, one nah, and two. Nah. So, look, if if I had to pick, like I'm just going me, I'm gonna go Black Panther one. I'm going to go Avengers 2, I got Black Klansman 3, I got Sorry to Bother You 4, and I'm going to go Creed 2-5. Mm. See, no, man, I think Avengers, it was a clear cut. Okay. Clear cut, just the best movie. It was something we all was waiting for. It, it didn't disappoint, and it just still got everybody waiting for these next couple months to watch the next one, man. I just feel like, with me, I think Black Panther stuck with me more. I, I think I've seen it like in theater like three times. I've seen Avengers twice in theater. Like I said, I, I love the Avengers. I love them both. I'm gonna go from personally. I'm gonna I'm go with the Black Panther though for one. But yeah, it was a lot of great movies that that didn't make the list. And, but it was a lot of bad movies that came out this year. Not like I feel movie. like Jurassic Park was really bad. I mean, we ain't even gotta talk about that. You know, I just... felt like Ant Man. It was eh, it was good, but it didn't live up. I felt like your Spider Man movie. I did see. I, I felt like that was really good. It was probably the best Marvel anime yeah. that was made. 
And I feel like Halloween, they could have did away with that. It was a lot of movies that, that just didn't strike. Just didn't strike with me. Um, all right, so what's your album of the year? Album of the year. So I'm going to do rap albums first. So I got I got five rap albums. I'm going to go five. I'm going to go with our hometown boy, Kamikaze M. I got that as my number five. Oh, man. I got number four. I got Jim Jones, Wasted Talent. Number three, I got Lil Wayne, uh, The Carter Five. Number two, I got Meek Mill, Championships. And number one, and maybe I'm being biased, I got Scorpion. Okay. So those were my, and the reason why, like, Scorpion just had so many hits, it was 25 songs, like, the world was just waiting for the album to drop and shit, he had the beef, he had the kid, he had the, <laughs> the fucking moons red and shit like that. I felt like it, it, it lived up to the hype. Meek Mill, that album, was it was great. I, I'm still listening to it today, so those were my, that was my rap, rap albums. Did you... Nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, R&B albums I had um, I had the, the Side B Scorpion was high I had The Weeknd His little mix Save drop That was high to me Craig David album Was, was high to me um, Neo dropped a good album That I really liked I consider the Post Malone To be like an R&B album okay. R&B. So, so I got those like Kind of like my top uh, My top R&B Songs of the year Okay I mean, that sounds solid, man. I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't win Scorpion. I liked Astro World a little bit better. Travis got album. You know the thing with Astro I just felt like Sicko Mode was outshined every. Like, I couldn't get through the album because I just kept going back to it. Sicko Mode, good song, yeah. man. That's a great song. Yeah. Great and song. he said some things about Mike Brown that came out. And that I was old, like, though. Yeah, I don't like the cooning, man. Like, man, he lame. I just I don't like that, man. Niggas be lame, man. Drake got the blackface. He did have that, but he did come out and say the reason why he did that. Well, I guess I, I listen. We were trying to script, uh, you know, show how black people been treated and stuff like that. And they that. got that video of him saying, "What up, my nigger?" Like that's my nigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, these niggas just be cool. Yeah, man. that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to do I, something. I feel like the blackface shit, like definitely with that, me being an actor and stuff like that, and acting in different roles. I can, I can kind of see that. It's different when a black person do it than it was like a, a white person. Um, but. Yeah, it's been it's been too much. The cooning got to stop in twenty nineteen, man. <laughs> and uh, Chris Rock was on the other day cooning. Yeah, hey, man. I mean, it's all old though. It is old, but still, you still felt that way. And I know people get grown from it. And hopefully, these guys have, have grown from the cooning. But the cooning definitely got to stop. It's not gonna stop. Definitely got to stop. You know, as long as old stuff can be brought up, it's just too old, man. You got your old information. They gonna pull it up, man. Anything you said in the past can just be. Yeah, it, it, it turned just, terrible. It brought up, but you know what? Your past shapes you up until the future. You do. Yeah, so you gotta, you definitely gotta change. You, you gotta stop that, the, the coolness shit, man. That, that shit gotta go. Um, um, anything else? Any other nominees? Uh, athlete of the year. Who is your athlete of the year? My athlete of the year? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That's a good question. It's a real good question. I don't know. I, I don't think I got one. I got Deontay Wilder as my athlete of the year. Oh, for tying? Not even for the tie. He fought Luis Ortiz earlier this year. For him stepping out and taking on challenges. Yeah. It's a lot of guys that's like ducking, that's avoiding guys, that's trying to build up fights. Deontay Wilder is willing to risk it all on the line and go out there and fight the top guys, man. So that is my athlete of the year. Um, I'm, I'm going with I'm doing with Deontay Wilder. Hey, man, that sounds pretty good, man. Uh... I don't know. I don't know who I probably go with. Um, it's a lot of good athletes. I know it's a lot of good baseball players, like Mookie Betts and shit like that, who yeah. went out and had good seasons. Uh, you know, LeBron James, of course. Uh, so I probably couldn't go. 
if anything, I probably would have to go somebody like Patrick Mahomes. He really did kind of yeah. show out this yeah, year. Yeah, he had a great year. Like, I, I'm, I'm seeing myself being a huge Patrick Mahomes fan for many years. I don't think he's ever really going to disappoint. Like, because technically Aaron Rodgers having a down year this year. He still didn't really disappoint. He just, you know, they're having a bad season. But I, I can see the same thing on Patrick Mahomes. Just never, this is going to be a never-ending show of him throwing the ball all over the place, across his body, you know, sidearm, left hand, no look. It's just... I just can't wait to see how the growth of Patrick Mahomes, honestly. Yeah. Um, all right, man. So we got the the inaugurable Jay Gans, Jalen Ganson worst take of the year award is dedicated to Jalen Ganson, who first episode of the show said that Conor McGregor was not going to be knocked out by Floyd Mayweather. Ever since then, if you're if you're just saying the worst sports take you can find. It's pretty much a Jalen Ganson sports take, man. Uh, and the nominees for the worst sports take this year are um, Austin. When I said that Saquon Barkley was not going to be in a thousand yard rusher, he, he isn't a thousand yard rusher. Probably had probably gonna win rookie of the year, yeah. uh, having a great season. But you know, I went on a bold take. I, I was out there bold taking. Um, be nice. Now we have a dis, dis, a, dis, a disagreement with this one. So, Lando, you said it was B-Nice's take yeah, on Matthew Stafford. He, he said Matthew Stafford to be an elite quarterback, pretty much like on the MVP level this year. He had the Lions in the playoffs. And um, he also had Boston beating the, the Cavaliers, and I want some money from uh, off that. Okay, so, all right, man. So, so, pretty much the Stafford. He had a few more bad takes, honestly, about the Wizards. Um, the, he thought the Lakers wasn't really – he had some bad takes this year. It'd be nice to have a bad year. Um, and then we got the Lando. See, now the Lando is, is two of them really that stick out. Lando said the Giants was going to be twelve and four. I believe in people when they don't believe in themselves. And uh, Lando said that the Cavs were going to win forty games. What? I'm not going. Let me say that <laughs> Kevin Love not playing. Yeah, I thought, but, I thought Kevin Love. Would, honestly, I thought. And when I seen Kevin Love at the Little Caesar Arena, just walking around eating pizza, he just he just taking a year off. Yeah, he I thought he was going to play because they tanking. I thought he was. It was, gonna play. Cl- it was obvious they was tanking. I, know, I, didn't, LeBron think he, James. I didn't think he wasn't going to play, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, we get paid almost $26, Like, come on, play. No, man, he ain't playing. Nah, that, you got to take that one off, man. That's, I thought he was going to play. <laughs> and um, the thing about this award, there is no winner. It's just, we all just, sometimes oh, you oh, just. No, be nice, one this one. <laughs> that dumb, that dumb dude. Oh, sometimes man. you just say stuff, man. And like they say, man, if you you got to get something wrong every now and again, man, to keep you on your toes, man. So that's you know these are just bad takes that people have. You know, we record every week. We bound to say something that that's not gonna make no sense, man. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, you know what I'm saying. So the award goes to uh, be nice. <laughs> we are getting. I just want to be nice. You want to have that award, he owes man. Thirty dollars. Um. Any any resolutions you got for the show next year, man? Anything you you want us to get ready? Uh, get hype on. Definitely, uh, we're gonna have more guests. Um, like you said, we're gonna do a few more episodes. Um, creating a YouTube channel so you can get like post reaction to different events that that goes on. Um, definitely gonna start building more bridges with other podcasters. Like we, I've been in connection with a few other people, so it's uh, it's gonna be a lot of growth, growth next year. Amen. Yeah, I'm probably I'm. Thankful for everybody who listened this year and has been a part of our journey. Yeah, man, it's gonna be a lot going on, man. We got we got some a lot of ideas cooking up, man. Maybe a Game of Thrones. Oh, that's coming. Slideshow podcast, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Coming. Maybe that's a coming. so a bunch of other stuff, man. Maybe a couple ads, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we might be presented by somebody next year. By the time next year, y'all get to listen. So you never know. Uh, 
But I think we, this is this is how you wrap up the year, man. This is 2018. Uh, it was fun. It was entertaining. There was a lot of crazy things that happened in sports and in life and entertainment. So um, hopefully 2019 can deliver on the same level or even better, man. Uh, nothing left for me to really say. I want to give a shout out to Detroit's own Tony Harrison, man. Yeah, me too. Big shout, shout out to, to shout out of the year yeah, to Tony, Tony Harrison, Harrison man. man. He really beat the Charlo up, man. Yeah, That's cool. He beat him. A lot of people was calling robbery. It wasn't a robbery. He got off box. <laughs> Tony Harrison won that, man. Shout out to the Detroit champion, man. That's the only champion we got. That's the only champion we got it, and we gotta protect him as we such, man. Him, so man. shout out to Tony Harrison, man. I sent him a DM. Asked him to come on the show. He probably not gonna see it, but I still send it to him. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, man. So shout out to Tony Harrison. Big shout out to him. That's shout out of the year. Tony Harrison, shout man. He, Tony he Harrison. came through for us. Um I guess with that being said, man, like, I don't got nothing else to say, man. Thanks for listening. Uh we'll be back in twenty nineteen, of course. Uh with a with a lot with a lot of new stuff going on, man. It's gonna be it's not gonna be a different show, but we're gonna have new segments and just new everything, man. So be excited because we're excited and uh, we appreciate everybody listening. All right, man, take it easy. <laughs>